0: Seven students organizing against injustice. This issue directly affects all of us and we don't really have the option to stay silent.
1: A police chief seeking to build trust. We need to have some actionable items, some solutions.
0: And a mayor reconciling past wrongs with the hope of a better future.
2: We failed and we failed, I think, because it benefited us not to let it fail
0: today on the rochester rundown a chorus of local voices on policing racial justice and the shortcomings of the city we call home i'm isaac james it's friday june 5th 2020 and let's get to the news george floyd's murder without question has galvanized america into action minneapolis a city so close to us in proximity and culture alike acted as the starting point. The resulting protests, with a select few turning violent, has led the country at large to turn inward, to think about their own communities and what needs to be improved upon. In Rochester, the community is looking for action from its police department, in policy and in practice. Hundreds marched through Rochester last weekend, demanding justice for Floyd and the countless other black lives taken by police officers. Y'all
1: have been killing us for hundreds of years. This has been going on for how long? Anyone know?
0: Jim Franklin, the chief of the Rochester Police Department, has watched and listened as public demand for change continues to gain momentum. Franklin came to Rochester from Metro Transit in the Twin Cities and has been on the job here for almost two years. He says his department was already in the process of overhauling its policies when protests began. The past week, he says, has reinforced the belief that there is a need to rethink how policing should be done.
1: It starts with relationships and conversations, and that's great. Now, you're, you know, when the time is right, we need to have some actionable items, some solutions uh, based on community input and solutions uh, based on what we want this community to look like and public safety to look like within this community.
0: In doubling down on the city's commitment to revisiting police policies, Mayor Kim Norton announced this week she assigned a national pledge led by former President Barack Obama to address RPD's use of force policies. The strategy calls for a four-pronged approach, reviewing the city's police use of force tactics, engaging the community, reporting the findings to the community for feedback, and finally, reforming police policies. Mayor Norton said Chief Franklin committed to taking the steps outlined in the plan and added she plans to bring the city's Police Oversight Commission into the discussion at a meeting next Tuesday. That commission is currently operating with the chair's seat vacant. She says she's been pushing the commission to provide more feedback over the past year, but it just hasn't been happening.
2: I don't think sometimes these commissions and committees realize that we're trying to empower them and they don't take the authority and the power that we're giving them to give us advice. So I did a training to try to say, this is your job, this is your, you know, you volunteered, this, you're not getting paid, of course, but this is your voice, use it.
0: That process of reform will take time. RPD Lieutenant Aaron Penning says officers are currently trained to follow the adage, when resistance ends, the force ends. But what constitutes force, and possibly more importantly, what constitutes resistance, has to be decided by officers on a case-by-case basis.
1: What we look at as law enforcement, I mean, the handcuffs are significant. Um, You know, getting the handcuffs on. At that point, that person is in a, a disadvantaged position. They're handcuffed. That's really where we will transition immediately to, they're in our custody now, and that transition's a duty of care.
0: That line of resistance, because it's up to the officer's discretion, will be different every time, and members of the public may not always agree with those tactics. And more and more people are taking to social media to air their frustrations with law enforcement. Am I being detained? Yeah, you are. For what? Because I think you, have more. you think? Yeah. That's an, that's, that's an okay. you, you think? That's an illusion. You think? Stand up for your hands, I'm, I'm not. For yes. what? The unrest in Minneapolis and nationwide brought a video recorded in Rochester this time last year to the public eye for the first time this past week. It puts the divide between officer and civilian on full display. RPD officers detaining an African-American man on historic 3rd Street in downtown Rochester as he repeatedly tries to explain to officers that they have the wrong person. My ID's in my back pocket. Y'all got the watch, hey, watch, funny how, watch how funny this is. Go ahead, watch this. No, don't hey me. Look at
1: it. Oh, Wait, what, it does what does that say? What does that
0: say? Oh. Wrong guy. Oh. Wrong guy. Wrong guy. Oh my wrong god. Guy. The video made the rounds on social media over the week, trending nationally with the false caveat that the detained man in question was an FBI agent. Social media condemned the video as a textbook case of racial profiling, while RPD has repeatedly said this was simply a case of mistaken identity. This happens enough to the point where officers have protocols to deal with apprehending the wrong person, according to the chief.
1: From a from a leadership standpoint, right? we don't always get it right. Um, but my expectation is when we don't get it right, we pick people up, we dust them off, and, and uh, we apologize and send them on their way. And, and I do believe that that's what occurred in this instance.
0: Through the fallout from these incidents and the nationwide movement now taking place, the chief says he's been in contact with the Diversity Council and community faith leaders, in addition to making an appearance on Barbershop Talk earlier in the week. He also says he's been listening to the group of people making the most noise young people.
1: And I think also, I think what you're seeing too, in reference to some of these uh, rallies is you're seeing a youth voice movement. And I'm interested in hearing that voice movement or hearing their voice as well. And let me say this, you are being heard. We hear you loud and clear.
0: And the young people at the center of this nationwide movement don't plan on being quiet anytime soon. Seven Rochester students ranging from juniors in high school to sophomores in college got together after last week's protest at the government center and decided to set one up of their own. Over 1,700 people have responded to the Facebook event page so far, setting the stage for a rally that could dwarf the protests held last week. Organizer Abby Tryon, a recent graduate of John Marshall High School, noted the protests didn't stem from a simple desire to get together, but more of a grim reality. They, like so many others, need to see major societal changes in order to lead a free and fulfilling life.
2: We were kind of forced to grow up fast and to be leaders because our actual leaders aren't doing what they're supposed to. They're not um, representing what we want or it's they're like kind of working for their own agendas.
0: Mayor Norton was also on the call taking questions from the organizers. She said she would task the city's police oversight commission to review the entire RPD policy book in the coming months, independently of the ongoing review Franklin noted earlier. But even with policy reviews with the hopes of creating a more diverse police force and other avenues of reforming the department the mayor was blunt in saying what many young people are thinking in rochester and elsewhere america needs to do better
2: we have allowed our political systems to um, not be run by the by always by the people's voice but sometimes political influence that is purchased through lobbyists or donations and and um, you know we've watched that happen, and it's been really hard. Uh, there have been efforts to fight that, uh, and we failed. And we failed, I think, because it benefited us not to let it fail.
0: The onus is now on local leaders to find a way to move forward, if and when that's possible. For Chief Franklin, he says the way forward for his department starts with earning trust, in some instances from people that now hold an all-time low level of trust in law enforcement.
1: I'm looking for new ways, and I'm looking for additional ways to continue to break down those barriers and build relationships, build trust um, with everyone in this community.
0: For the student organizers, their way forward begins this Saturday at 2 o'clock with the protest. The national spotlight is still on this vast topic of racial inequality, but eventually some people will simply move on, and in fact some people already have. People who don't have to think about race on a daily basis will, inevitably, default to just that. What organizer Jada Croson says, though, speaks volumes. If we are to create lasting, powerful, and systemic change and absolutely necessary development in America, the end of the conversation is nowhere in sight. In reality, it's just beginning.
2: So keeping this conversation moving, keeping the ball rolling, um, and not only caring about black lives when it comes to a hashtag or a trend, but continuing this concept and this conversation throughout the rest of our lives.
0: And that is where we will leave the show for this week. Headlines from the past week are available at MedCityBeat.com, including the final City Council candidate lineups, the return of Lime Scooters, and two op-ed pieces on the road ahead for Rochester. Consider becoming a member to support quality local journalism for just $8 per month. While on the site, click the membership tab to begin the registration process. I'm Isaac James for Med City Beat. Have a great weekend and take care of each other.
1: I'll talk to you next Friday.